0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one bestseller, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of the medical merry-go-round? Are you looking for a potential solution to your health problem? Be sure and listen to our podcast, The Code Breaker. Welcome in, everybody, to the post-game reaction show. I'm Michael Borkey. This is the Rebel Report, usually, but reacting to old Mrs. Wynn, the regional championship. But their win over Southern Miss, Uh, I am going to elevate a little bit. If you've listened to the last couple of these, you know that I've at this time of day having to whisper to make sure I don't wake up my son who I'm sharing a wall with right now in the home studio. But I'm going to elevate a little bit more, uh, taking the risk tonight because uh, you guys deserve it. Uh, You deserve me at my uh, slightly elevated tone. I don't know what that means. I'm wasting time. I hope you guys are feeling really good because you should. That was one hell of a baseball game and a stressful one as well. But win is a win is a win. Ole Miss wins an absolute slugfest. 12-9, to an absolute slugfest with Southern Miss. And uh, it was a home run day. Chatnay had one, Elko had two, and he's just hes just unbelievable at this point. It doesn't make any sense, but it's the same thing. Every time I do one of these with you guys, it's the same thing. He doesn't make any sense. I, I, I can't wrap my mind around what Tim Elko is doing. Bench had one, as did Harris. For Southern Miss, a couple guys had two, um, and so there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight home runs for Southern Miss, right? Unble- I mean, just unbelievable. What a weird game. And uh, most importantly, and I'll start with this with you tonight, and this is just a, a quick post game reaction. I haven't even written down thoughts. I'm going off the cuff here. But most importantly, um, this is a game that Old Miss would have lost before. And they they have before. Many times. A lot of you, myself, I mean, I, I have been on this train about expectations and postseason success and what you as fans should accept from your program and return on investment, all that stuff. I have been on it, especially this season. And because... All but one Ole Miss team, at least it feels like it. I, I mean, Ole Miss has gotten out of regionals before. But the way this game was unraveling, other Ole Miss teams would have lost today. And this one didn't. This is a resilient group. That's the the adjective for this team is resiliency uh, for many reasons. Um. But most especially, they have done something like this multiple times this season. Getting wins when they most needed them, like the Vanderbilt series. Or overcoming some significant adversity, like Tim Elko tearing his ACL. Or overcoming significant adversity, like their future top 10 pick, having to get Tommy John. And somehow figuring out how to make a run in Hoover, and then win a regional without those two guys. Resiliency. Being up 9 to nothing today after you get beat yesterday. And, I mean, we've all seen the song and dance before, right? Oh, well, Ole Miss was 2-0 oh in a regional, and yet they got beat twice. It's happened before. Everybody, not everybody, a lot of people saw this coming, right? I just know that Ole Miss is going to blow this game. I just know it. Southern Miss is going to dogpile on on that field. I know it's coming. And it didn't. Because that's what uh, this particular team has been able to do. They have found a way to overcome something that I don't know how many teams would be able to overcome. Seriously, I mean, think about it. How many teams in America would lose their best player? And I know Elko's hitting again, but he he can't play his position, and that does mess with the lineup, and he was gone for a month. But their best player is playing on one ACL, and their future top-10 pick pitcher is no longer on the mound for you. How How many teams in the country would overcome that? would have won a regional if you take the best pitcher and the best player away from a team. How many? Not many. And so resiliency, I think, is the best way to describe this team. They, In the middle of the season, they free-fell. They went from number one in the country to out of a regional host. They found a way. They lose Gunnar Hoagland. They found a way. Tim Elko tears his ACL, and somehow he found a way. And today, you give up a billion home runs to Southern Miss, and yet, instead of choking, instead of getting really tight, Ole Miss is completely out of pitching as is Southern Miss, but the, everybody's out of pitching. Ole Miss has lost games like today before, but they didn't today because that's a resilient group right there. That's a resilient group of guys and um, shut people like me up that that were at least for now, the noise is silenced at least for now about postseason success and stuff like that. Because honestly, regardless of what happens in, in Tucson, I, I think you can only look at the season favorably considering what you've lost. I mean, without Gunnar Hoagland, Winning a super regional is a tall task. And if it doesn't happen, that has to be considered. If Gunnar Hoagland existed, I would look at this coming weekend differently, but he doesn't. So Ole Miss is kind of playing with house money here. I think now that they have won a regional, um, I know this frustrates some people. I understand that, but this season should be looked at favorably. That's that's just me. And, And I know some of you would disagree with that, and that's okay. But regardless of what happens this weekend in Tucson, This team, without Gunnar Hoagland, getting here, I think is a favorable outcome. But I'll talk about Tucson later. What's important is is this game today. Uh, The narrative, at least for a little while, um, can't, can't be used. And I was somebody that used it this season. You guys probably heard it at some point or another. It was highly critical of this team and and its leadership and look at what they did. Shut people like me up. I didn't, a few weeks ago, I would have never believed they're getting out of a regional. Never. I would have never believed it, but here they are. Um, Pretty special performance. Um, Pretty resilient group of guys uh, to overcome uh, everything that, uh, that they've gone through. Some of it self-inflicted as far as losing that many series in a row. Um. The back end of the bullpen is still an issue. Uh, I think that they will do something different in a game three if they get to it in Tucson. It won't be Drew McDaniel. At least I don't think so. Um, You guys should feel really good. (laughs) And I know you do. I know you're pumped up about your baseball team today. Because that was a tight one. That that, that was one of those games where you thought they were going to blow it. I mean, I – that thought crept in my head so many times, and I think you're fooling yourself if you didn't. Hey, maybe maybe some of you are just smarter than me, but uh, my buddies, the people I'm closest to, they had that feeling in their gut that something bad was going to happen. And when Southern Miss would fire back, Ole Miss would fire back. Ole Miss goes out to a 9-0 lead. Southern Miss scores two. Ole Miss responds in the fourth with one. Southern Miss scores five. Ole Miss responds with two more. Other teams would have choked this away today, I think. But they didn't. So that was was pretty great. And uh, they're off to the Super Regional. Head to Tucson, where the early weather report is... uh, (laughs) Um, Friday high of 105, Saturday high of 110, Sunday high of 108, Monday high of 109. That's your uh, that's your Tucson weather this coming weekend. So let's look at the game itself. Um, on the mound, uh, Jack Doherty was great. Uh, I think you probably could have even gotten another inning out of him, although that extended weather break there uh, probably ruined that. He is now... A key, key bullpen arm entering this week in the Super Regional. I don't know if you've looked at the ballpark that Ole Miss is going to be playing in. It's a pitcher's park. And the wind might be blowing really far out, which maybe helps things. I saw yesterday the wind was blowing hard out, so makes it a little bit smaller. But it's like 350 down the line or 355, something like that, down the line. And over 400 to dead center. It's a big, big ballpark and hitter's spark for sure. Uh, but Doherty was just, I think he was just fantastic today. Um, I think you saw a glimpse into the future with how he pitched today. Uh, I think it was Nick Suss, if I remember correctly, made the comparison. And uh, he he put a caveat in there that, you know, it's just a resemblance and not levying unrealistic expectations, but uh, did have some of the mannerisms and stuff, um, the approach that Nikhazy has. I saw a lot of that uh, in him. Bianca went to Adcock. uh, That did not work. Only got one out. Only registered one out. Faced four batters, uh, three scored runs. Um, Went from Kimbrell to Diamond, who loaded the bases, and then he went with Nikhazy, which was a move that I saw some in baseball media criticizing. And um, I, I guess I understand where they're coming from but Nikhazy threw 28 pitches today with two days rest in between then and his last start. He's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Um, And some of the opinions I saw came from people that have never competed for anything in their life, nothing of value anyway, not like this. Uh, No shot. (laughs) You, You think that Doug Nikhazy was going to let Mike Bianco keep him in the in the dugout today with the way he competes? Hell no. And then he comes in with the bases loaded and throws three pitches for a strikeout. I think I said it to you yesterday with you guys on this. Uh, he's the most headstrong pitcher I've ever seen. Doesn't matter the moment. Doesn't matter the situation. It just, it just doesn't matter. He delivers. It's what he does. And, and he didn't have it. Fully today, I mean, he gave up a couple home runs today. He, he didn't have it completely, uh, but still came back after giving up those home runs and struck out the next guy because he's got something upstairs that not everybody has. He's never phased. Re- regardless of what he has put himself in or what the team has put him in, it doesn't matter. Just head strength is uh, his, his best quality, and uh, he showed it again today. And then Taylor Broadway struck out three in his two innings and slammed the door. But the the story was offense, of course. Uh, Tim Elko, I mean, what else What else can I say about what he's doing? Um, he needs to be immortalized in the stadium somehow. I mean, Keith Carter even acknowledged it on Twitter that, uh, that he hears everybody calling for that. He needs to be immortalized in the stadium somehow. I don't know how you do it. Maybe it's a plaque. Maybe, I don't know. But what he has done for this program this year needs to be remembered forever somehow. No hyperbole. But going into this game, Ole Miss was a team that struggled. I mean, that they couldn't hit the ball in Athens. They really struggled hitting in Hoover. And they didn't really win games with offense the first two. And then obviously lost a game. They were really struggling. They were hitting around 220 in all three weekends, uh, just brutal offensively. And yes, yes, I know Southern Miss was uh, shorthanded on the mound. But seeing the bats wake up in the most critical time, um, they desperately needed that with the way Southern Miss was swinging it today, and they delivered. Uh, They came when they needed them the most and um, hit a bunch of bombs. And Tim Elko is just doing stupid things. But um, I liked the lineup today more so than others for sure. Moving Gonzalez into the leadoff spot instead of Chatenay. I always say his name wrong. You guys know who I'm talking about. Um, Getting him a a little, I don't know if you want to call it protection, um, but having Gonzalez and Graham on either side of him is going to cause pitchers to really just have to throw at him. And um it worked out today. He had a couple of hits. Kevin Graham had a couple of hits. He continues to be special. Elko was three for three today with two bombs. He's unbelievable. Uh, Justin Bench has been struggling a little bit at the plate lately, and, and he had a really nice early home run. McCanns continues to struggle at the plate. But I, I liked the, the lineup and its construction today. I really liked it. And I also like the – um what Bianco's done a couple of times with um, Calvin Harris and Cale Baker. Using Baker as a defensive sub late in the game, uh, although you, know, you can say he misplayed it. I think it was such a hard hit ball. Him keeping it in front of him in the infield was impressive enough, but Baker's clearly the better defender. But I think if you have to put a bat in one of their hands, it's Harris. So I thought that was the right move today. Harris hits a home run, and then you go to Baker – as a defensive sub, I, I thought that um, those are some really nice strings pulled. And Mike Bianco really, in Hoover and here, um, largely pulled the right strings. And, and I know people were upset with the loss yesterday. And I mean, who, who could have predicted that uh, Drew McDaniel would have been that bad early? And I know some people were saying that he should have been pulled earlier. And, and you know, hindsight's really easy when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, I don't think anybody really saw that coming uh, from Drew McDaniel. And and giving up a seven spot in the bottom of the first is really hard to overcome. But I think largely this week it was a well-managed regional. And, you know, it's easy to say that when they win, uh, which they did, obviously. Uh, but I thought it was a well-managed uh, regional from the pitching, from a pitching standpoint, especially starting Derek Diamond first. Um Tyler Myers is probably who I would start in game three if you can hold him until then next weekend. But man, uh, I, I will have more constructed thoughts uh, on the live stream t- tomorrow morning and then on the next edition of this. But I'm just kind of reacting in real time. And man, I, I just that the one thing I keep going back to is this team's resiliency because idiots like me counted them out. And um look how wrong I was and um it was good to see it was good to see that's uh that's for sure makes my job a hell of a lot more fun um when Ole Miss wins and when Mississippi state wins it, it makes what I do more fun for sure and um you know the kids dogpiled on the field and uh, that looked like fun and we shouldn't fund shame but uh you know, that's just me. Anyway, it's a hell of a weekend. A uh, a, uh, a weekend that I didn't expect to see go down like this. Uh, credit to Mike Bianco and that team and their resiliency. And now they're off to the super. It's a hell of a weekend. It was a tight one. <laughs> I know a lot of you were probably uh, really holding on tight, but that team responded, man. The, they did. And uh, that was really impressive. So Uh, I hope all that made sense. I know that 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 was just kind of completely off the cuff here. So um, forgive me if I rambled. It's kind of something I tend to do. So check out the stream tomorrow morning. Uh, We'll talk a lot more about this. And then the next time, if you guys don't, uh, the next time I I do this, um, we'll look ahead to Arizona and uh, the Tucson Super Regional, which will feature your team. Don't forget the podcast is also brought to you by Advantage Business Systems, absms.com is the website. Uh, If you want a complimentary office technology assessment, uh, they are an office technology solution company based in Jackson, but they service the entire state. If you have office technology needs, they can service you. Advantage Business Systems, absms.com. Tell them I sent you. Also tell Greg at LB's that I sent you. Just across from Kroger and University Avenue, it's the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. Hope you did that this weekend and now that Ole Miss is going to be on the road next weekend, perfect for grilling and watching baseball. Get that started at LB's. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Check out the stream in the morning and if you can stomach it, the radio show tomorrow afternoon. Thank you guys. Have a great night. Enjoy the win. You deserve it. Uh, that that team deserves it and uh, you guys have fun. And I'll talk to you tomorrow morning hopefully. See you then.